Hello, my loves. We are going to talk about the full moon Libra today. And I'm excited to talk about this as a Libra rising, but there's so much more. So we're going to go into the energy of this full moon we are moving into, as well as the cosmic portal we are stepping into right now. There are a few things happening. And I'm going to go through the impact of this energy on your rising sign. Okay, so stick around for the whole thing, you know, at least in the beginning to know what is the cosmic frequency happening right now, what portal we entering into, and then you can skip forward into your rising sign to understand where this specific transit is impacting you. And is it going to be a big one? Is it going to be sort of like an easy breezy moment? As well as afterwards, we'll know we will get into a little more of a discussion about how those impacts can truly be something we can work with month to month. Okay. So we're going to start with the energetics of the full moon and what I've been thinking about. And I want you guys to tell me in the comments, okay, on this one is should I start doing full moon reports live here on YouTube? That's what I'm wondering. Do you guys want engagement on these? Okay, so I haven't done too many of these, but I feel like whenever I do the full moon reports, you guys are super into it. You love it. Um, I've done a ton of live reports on Instagram, but I am trying to shift things over to YouTube just as a platform that can hold more of these things to go back to for you guys. So if you guys do love the idea of being able to go live with me on the full moon reports, I want you to drop that in the comments now. Um, and also just while we're starting out the video, don't forget to like and subscribe if you happen to just love my content. Okay. So we're going to dive in. We have a ton of things happening right now. Okay. So let me just pull up the information that is being poured forth out of the cosmos right now. So I have the chart for the full moon pulled up here. And I also just want to pull up my notes about this particular energetic shift. Okay, here we go. All right, so there's a couple of things to note before we fully dive in here. So we are moving into full moon Libra. It's going to be at 16 degrees of Libra, which means the full moon is always the moon and the sun in direct opposition to the exact degree. Okay, so if the moon is in Libra at 16 degrees, we know the sun is in Aries at 16 degrees. It's always going to be in direct opposition. So that's what we're moving into this week. Well, on top of that, we have Mercury retrograde's shadow beginning around Friday, and we are in the eclipse portal currently. So knowing that we are moving toward a solar new moon eclipse in Aries on the 20th of April and a lunar, a lunar full moon eclipse in Scorpio on May 5th, we have to just tack on to all the stuff happening right now. We're in, you know, the full moon Libra, we've got the shadow period of Mercury retrograde building, and we are in the eclipse portal. So whenever we're in eclipse portals, personally, in my study of astrology, my understanding of astrology and my witnessing of life through my clients, myself, all these things, um, is that we're in a time of surrender. We're not in a time of trying to control and manipulate the energies. 
We're not in a time of trying to manifest or trying to set intentions necessarily. These are more moments where we can witness, pay attention, and tap into the sacred frequencies. So when we're in this, we're going to talk about all the layers of it. But I want you to remember that this is not that time where we get to make things happen. This is more a time where we get to see what is happening and respond accordingly. Okay, we don't want to react. We want to respond accordingly to the energies, the frequencies that are occurring. So while we have the sun moving through Aries, we've been tapping into this portal of rebirth. Okay, it's been a time of setting it has been a time of setting intentions until we stepped into that eclipse portal approximately last Friday, which was the, oh my goodness, um, around the 31st of March. And, you know, March 2021st, the spring equinox is really us getting into a moment of action, getting us into this time of rebirth, of resetting, uh, spring cleaning, tidying everything up. You might have felt some momentum, but there were some layers in this energy of frustration, of anger, of just the wound has been highlighted. Okay. So we're just moving out of the Chiron Jupiter conjunction. This moon is going to be involved with that energy. We've got it, you know, slowly moving out. And so knowing that Chiron has been all up in this season, Jupiter's been all up in the season, expanding the soul wound. So knowing that we are moving into or through this portal of inner child healing, soul wound healing the expanded wound, all the while trying to find momentum and inertia and tap into our ambitions and our desires and everything that has made us feel maybe sluggish or like we can't move forward. That is part of this moon, okay? Because we have the axis of energy with Libra and Aries, it is about the self. It is about passion. It is about um, really being able to take your force and use it, which is that airy side with the sun moving through this this beautiful landscape of Aries, but the moon comes into this, this home in Libra for a second, you know, just for, for the short period of time to illuminate or to have the sun, let's say, illuminate all the information of our subconscious, of our emotions, of our unmet needs, our inner needs, our inner landscape from Aries to Libra and Libra is all about the other okay Libra is where we meet the other in the world it is the mirror that we find if you really tap into the sacred journey here in life our relationships are mirrors they're always mirrors for our inner world so everyone you meet is a teacher you know we know this teaching most people tap in to this teaching at some point in their spiritual journey that everyone you meet is a teacher. And so when you tap into that sacred teacher through the people you meet in this world, suddenly you find that your triggers, your fears, you know, the person who really sets you off is teaching you something within yourself, revealing something within yourself. Um, they're the, the mirrors and the projections that we see out in the world, right? And so that seventh house, that Libra energy is what we're going to find out there, maybe on the self. 
And this is the axis of self and others. And when we're working with Libra at its highest, it is, it's our aesthetic, it's our, our heart chakra, it's our ability to partner, what we seek in partnership, uh, how we want to find harmony, how easy it is to find harmony in this life. It's peace, it's beauty, it's making the world a more beautiful place. And there are layers to Libra around, you know, being a little bit righteous in its quest for justice, its quest for balance. And we have to see all of this in the axis of this full moon. So the moon is fully illuminated by the sun, the self, shining all this information onto the other saying, where are we seeking balance and harmony? So where are you seeking balance and harmony? And is there a healthy um a healthy play between who you are, who you meet out there, what you believe, what turns you on, all your passions, and what you see out in the world. Is there congruency between these two things? Do they align? And are you calling in those people who light you up and who make you feel full? So if we just take that into examination for a minute, what relationships are you seeing in your life? who's triggering you? Who is exciting you? Who is like that sensation of feeling homey and good and safe and nourishing? Like who are those people and how much of each do you have in your life? One of my managers a million years ago when I used to work at Lululemon, uh, she used to say like, check in with your buckets. Okay. So if you had a bunch of buckets that were your life stuff and you'd say, how full are your buckets? Right? Like, um, a bucket for relationships, a bucket for work, a bucket for fun, a bucket for food, for fitness, all these things like that we want to fill our life with, like your lifestyle, how full are the book, the buckets, okay? Is your fun bucket empty? Is your um, relationship bucket empty? So when you're looking at that relationship bucket right now, as a metaphor, it's like, how full is that bucket? And what is it full of is the other question. Is it full of nourishing relationships that make you feel good? Is it full of people who provoke you? Is it full of enemies? Is it full of um, things that don't serve you? And if so, we have to check in with the self. Why is the self calling in partnerships or people that don't make you feel harmonious? And so really the root of this is like, where is the balance? Where is the harmony in your life? And if there isn't balance and harmony in your life, you're going to have to dig deeper into yourself, the airy sun, to discover the emotions that are not in alignment within that Libra moon, revealing the deep subconscious stuff. So right now, think about the sun as a spotlight hitting the moon, the subconscious, the things we don't normally see, and it is revealing where you are out of alignment in creating harmony, peace, and through a sense of balance within you right now, okay? So this is one layer of this moon. There's so much more we're going to dive into because this moon's very active. It is very, very active in and with the other cosmic bodies right now. Okay. So tapping in here, energy is full, full moon. We got full energy. It is a time of celebration. It is not a time for releasing. The time for releasing is after the full moon, when the energy of the moon begins to wane and empty. So this right now is like the energy is full. This is why on one side, it's like, 
ooh, emotions are heightened because they are full. Okay. The emotions are just full. And on the other end, it's like, okay, you have spent all this time creating and harvesting all this energy, working through from the new moon till now, you're going to celebrate, celebrate all you've learned, celebrate all you've cultivated over the last two weeks, six months, one year around Libra. And then as we move out of the full moon, so if you're watching this after the full moon on the 6th of April, like, oh my gosh, we're in April already, 6th of April, then you are going to be releasing, you're going to be shedding what didn't work, what was unaligned, let it go, let it go, let it go. Okay. So tapping into this, we have the energy of self-assertion versus compromise. Where are you able to assert yourself and where are you over-asserting yourself? Okay, what are your healthy battles? What are your, just picking any battle. And where are you finding healthy compromise? Where do you have a lack of boundaries? Where are you allowing people to just walk all over you because you want people to be happy? You want everyone to be fine. You don't want to rock the boat or um, get into any sort of, warring okay libra doesn't want a war libra wants peace but aries wants to war so we are finding the teeter-totter right now do you see how this works okay so on top of this we have some energies involved here okay so we've got jupiter involved in this we've got the moon opposite chiron chiron conjunct the sun i'm going to explain all of this and we've also got a queen cunts too Uranus and Taurus. Okay. So what I'm seeing when I'm looking at this is Jupiter expands when it hits the moon, it expands the energy. So Jupiter is making things bigger. One sense of this is we've got a lot of hope and faith and excitement and trust right now to be able to heal the soul wound, the self wound, the inner child wound. If you haven't already watched the video on Jupiter and Chiron conjunct in Aries and where that's activating you in your chart. I will link it here. Go and watch it. It will illuminate a lot of the wounded energy of this moon. Okay. They will make sense together. On top of this, Jupiter, it's bringing in the faith. It's bringing in the um, hope that we can get through this, that you can make it through this, that you have um, unlimited options to expand past this energy. And then the other side of this is that Jupiter makes things overindulgent. So it makes the wound bigger. So it's just suddenly like, oh my God, everything feels like too much. The wounded inner child, the wounded self, the wounded identity feels big right now. Okay. And then with that Libra moon in opposition, it's like, are other people activating your self wounding your inner identity wound is it the outer world that's showing you where you are feeling these deep deep soul wounds okay that's one layer of this and then we have chiron involved it's like your your self identity with jupiter with chiron with the sun with the moon it's like your inner landscape your hidden subconscious realms your unmet needs needs to be loved needs to have peace, needs to be in harmony, your needs to have justice and equality. Those aren't being met. So where are they not being met? Okay. And then within that, we have the, the identity crisis. Who are you? Right? Who am I? It's a good question for right now. And where does 
who you've become or who you identify as come from within your childhood, within like, where did the identity get built? Okay. What are the programs? What is the information that built the identity you are attached to? And what part of that identity needs to go, right? What version of you that you are so attached to needs to be released and moved out. And that's going to probably be linked into letting go of relationships or reliance on relationships for, for your safety, for your love, for whatever it is that makes you feel safe. Maybe there's a releasing that happens after this full moon, after it's all illuminated, right? And in this, it's like celebrating the, the ability to see, the ability to have clarity around these things. And with this quincunx to Uranus and Taurus, it's like, you want to change, okay? This moon is like, I want to change. I'm ready to change. I'm excited to change. But it's in Taurus and it's a quincunx, so it's a frustration. How am I going to change? I'm not ready to change. I'm, I'm ready, but I'm not ready. I'm excited, but I'm terrified. I don't want to move, but I know I have to move. That's the energy of this quincunx. It's like, it's frustrated. It's frustrations in relationships, frustrations in change, frustrations in liberation, frustrations in freedom, slow energy, feeling like you just can't move yet, or you want to move, but you're unsure maybe some doubt, maybe some fear. So we're going to in, um, like call in some courage, you know, use the high octave of Aries, though Aries is it's going through the ringer right now. Okay. We've still got Jupiter there to bring in the faith, to bring in the hope, to bring in some magic and some courage. So we funnel it in, funnel in courage, balance, right? Aries, Libra, funnel in uh, the active motion of being able to fight for who you are and what you want, Aries, and the flow and peace and ability to fight for your justice or peacefully endow justice into the world, Libra. Okay, we've got this whole energy, the soul wound, identity crisis, people in the world triggering it, and the frustration to change. Got to change, not sure how yet want to change, don't know how, don't know where to start. Okay. So we're just going to dive in deeper. We're just going to always dive in deeper. And we've got a little bit of a semi-square from Saturn in Pisces, also bringing some frustration. Okay. Also bringing some restriction to flow, restriction to liberate, restriction to uh, dive into those realms beyond the, the scene and go into the non-scene to find where it is you need to shift. So that's the basis of this moon that I'm seeing when I look at the chart. It's um, It feels cathartic. It feels like there's a lot of hope, but there is a lot of stuff to work through, stuff to move through, stuff to see. And if you've been going through anything similar to what I've been experiencing, you know, in the last couple of months, there is this huge activation around inner child work, around identity work, around seeing things very clearly, but, you know, not rushing to change them. It's like you can implement step by step. You can implement little by little the things to change. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, the Aries energy wants it to happen overnight, but everything that's happening right now, everything that's gestating in the cosmos is not going to happen overnight. 
So even as we're moving into this eclipse season, you know, we're going to have the next new moon in Aries. It's going to be a solar eclipse, the portal of change. We can talk about that more. If you guys want me to talk about that, please drop it in the comments. Tell me. Uh, we can talk about all these things that there is doors opening, but there's doors closing. As always, it's everything all at once, right? So we are experiencing all the things all at once. So we got to just tap in, tap in, pay attention, watch, and then do the work you want to do right now while somehow remaining in a state of gentle and loving surrender, honor, finding ways to be happy, be joyful in tumultuous times. You know, if you haven't gone and watched the video that I posted last week on things to get you out of that negative mindset, I can't even remember what that video was called. Actually, let's, let's just see so I can say exactly what that video was called for you guys here. Bear with me. What was the video called? Okay. It was called Mind Over Matter, Four Steps for Overcoming Negative Thoughts and Emotions in 2023. That's going to be a big one for you guys to listen to. Moving through the Eclipse Portal, it's like we got to just be here and find ways to bring joy back into life because we are in heavy moments. We are in chaotic moments. Things are a little bit hectic in the cosmos. And when that happens, we just have to bring more joy into our lives in the best way we know possible. Okay. So knowing this, we are going to tap into the wheel and just see where you are shifting in your chart. All right. Let's tap into where this is going to be impacting you based on your rising sign. So again, as usual, if you watch any of my videos, or if you're new to the channel, welcome. I read in whole signs. And when we are looking at where this is impacting you in your chart in these videos, it's much easier for me to use whole signs. So if you use a house system like Placidus, you may find that when you go into your Placidus reader, like you are looking at a different house based on that. In whole signs, your house that's based off your rising sign will always be the same house when you know it's slice to slice to slice. So just know that if you're watching this and you're like, oh, usually my Libra is in my third house instead of my second house, that may be because you're using Placidus. If that was gibberish to you, let it go, move on with your life, okay? And just knowing that these are the areas we're looking into in full signs. So for my Aries rising, you are tapping into your seventh house right now, okay? So Libra ruling your seventh house means you are looking at relationships through this moon. So everything we just talked about is going to be activated in you know, a double dose to what we spoke about because it is Aries and Libra. You are going to be focused on your partnership. So you're going to be focused on who's coming into your life, who's, you know, showing you the wound, who's exposing the wound for you, who's activating the wound for you. And in um, the opposite manner, who is making you feel the nurtured, safe, loving spaces you want to create. And so really tapping into those people coming into your life, those people leaving your life, those people that are activating you within your life and doing, you know, a deep dive into self in order to understand how you can show up better in your partnerships, because it really, it, as we've talked about, comes from within. You're going to have to dive in to see out. So who are those people you're meeting out in the world and how are they activating 
provoking or healing. That's another layer too. They could be healing the wound, right? Okay. So we want to find that healthy uh, dichotomy between independence and dependence that Aries and Libra bring to the table. Okay. So for my Taurus risings, you are tapping into your sixth house right now, which means you're looking at your routines, your lifestyle, your work ethic, your, your, your drive to do your work and to get your hands dirty. Okay. This means you're going to have to be doing a little purification work around your relationship. So everything I talk about is about relationships right now with this Libra ruler in your sixth house for the Taurus rising. And so your relationships might be getting a cleanup. You know, you might have to tap into maybe acts of service is a big thing for you in partnership. Are you getting that? Are you getting acts of service? Are you feeling taken care of? Are you uh, doing the work you want to do to serve the other? And what cleanup purification work needs to be done? Sort of like a spring cleaning of your partnerships right now that needs to be revealed. So the wound could be around your efficiency, could be around your ability to get stuff done, your ability to tidy up your partnerships, or it could just be this sense of You've just got to clean shit up right now within the realm of your relationships. And that might layer into your routine. How are your relationships impacting your daily routine? How are your relationships impacting the way you show up every day? Your lifestyle, are they getting in the way? Are they supportive? It's kind of like having an accountability buddy with the sixth house Libra, where you're just like, do I have that person that can help me feel accountable to showing up for my goals, for my vision, um, and getting the work done? That's going to be a big energy for you right now, Taurus rising. For my Gemini risings, you're tapping into your fifth house. So this is a creative moon for you where you are tapping into, now remember, there's a wound here. There's a healing needed here. And that healing might be around your creative force right now. Um, you might find that you are revealing a lot of information around partnerships and creativity around your self-expression and creativity and being in partnerships with people. The people you meet out in the world may be the people that in, invoke or create a spark of creativity within your life. This could be a time of focusing on children, if that's where you're at in your life, or just play and joy and bringing passion back into your life. And it's also going to be a self-reflective time of like, who are you becoming and how are your partnerships interplaying with that energy of who you're becoming? Okay. How are people involved in your enjoyment of self, your ability to play and enjoy life? Uh, what's going on there? Is there a wound there that needs to be worked through? Okay. For my cancer risings, you're tapping into your fourth house right now. So it's all about home. It's all about comfort. It's all about nourishment. So who are the people in your home? Uh, are those people feeling supportive and nourishing and good? Are they feeling unaligned? Is family shit coming up? Is family drama coming up? Are you feeling a lack of boundaries within the family? So anything with Libra can bring up boundaries. I should say that. Um, how are your boundaries at home? How are your boundaries within your family? Are they being provoked and brought to the surface? And what needs to be healed? What needs to be seen? And 
maybe you're tapping into how you can find greater comfort within the relationships in your life, greater peace in the home. Maybe you want to do a little like zhuzhing of your home, make it a more cozy and sacred space, but it is all about like a very internal experience. Now layer onto that fourth house being more moon energy. Maybe it's just subconscious realms coming up. A lot of deep subconscious information being revealed that you are going to tap into at this time. So we've got like your inner unmet need and your partnerships boiling to the surface to be revealed. Where have you lost yourself, Aries, in order to possibly begin to, you know, compromise for or within the family? Cancer rising, that's something to ponder on. Leo risings, you are tapping into your third house. It's all about your mind right now, okay? Uh, it is all about your mental capacity, your learning. You might feel super activated to learn something or you find a wound within your learning. Uh, I just think about like the dreams I have chronically about high school. I was actually learning about dream symbology today and uh, going back to school in your dreams talks about how you are learning to need some, or needing to learn something, brain catch up, needing to learn something, or you're feeling wounded around your learning. Okay. So if there's something that's coming up around like your need for information with like within partnerships, within people in your life, within anybody you meet, making you feel like you're not smart enough, or you're not um, you don't have all the knowledge you need. That could be something coming up where you're just figuring out, well, who are you and what is the knowledge that's important to you? How does your mind function and learn and process? And where are your boundaries within your mind, right? Who are you letting into your mental scape? What programs are overplaying in your mind? What needs to be flushed out? What needs to be cultivated? How are you shifting within your mental landscape? Okay, that's for you, my Leo risings. For my Virgo risings, you are tapping into your second house. So right now it is about the blend of partnership and financial stability, uh, physical security, feeling safe, nourished, and stable. It's about the body. It's about the physical experience of being here on earth. How are you nourishing yourself? How are you experiencing pleasure? Slowing down, simplifying. These are the themes that are going to come up. You might have to simplify in your relationships. You might have to come back to your body and check in around any wounding happening within your relationship and how that wounding maybe is guiding you back into like a healing process? Are you feeling nourished? Are you feeling safe? And if you're not feeling safe, physically safe in this life, in this partnerships, in the people you meet out there, then we need to tap in to healthy boundaries, right? To the high octave of Libra of creating healthy boundaries so that you can feel safe at this time, with the people that you surround yourself with. Okay, maybe you're just revealing that you do have safe people around you. It's going to be something around your physical security that is brought to the surface. Okay, Libra rising. This is mine. So I'm tapping into my first house right now. Libra rising, you are tapping into your first house with me. This means it's all about identity. Everything we talked about at the start of the video, flip it, but also add it. We're talking about all of it. Okay, this is your identity. 
This is your sense of self. This is your ability to stand strong in your convictions, but also not be overly strong in your convictions that you bulldoze other people, you know, looking for justice, looking for uh, a righteousness. There is something around your sense of identity and partnerships that are in play here. You know, how are your partners provoking you, invoking you? What are they offering to you to show that mirror of who you are? What are you seeing about yourself through the people in your life? Your spouses, your best friends, your mom, your dad, your dog, everything. Who is showing you what? Okay, everyone is a mirror right now. What are you seeing? That's what this moon's offering to you, all right? Scorpio risings. We're going into your 12th house. This means you are diving into karma. You're diving into unfinished business. You're diving into the hidden realms. Things are not completely seen here. So this could be unfinished relationship business. This could be your need to cosmically, you know, nourish the, the collective while you're trying to create harmony here on earth. Okay. You're trying to really allow more harmonious experiences between the all. And so you're going to have karmic relationships drudged up. Um, You might not experience the physical drudging of old, you know, you might not have exes come back or anything like that, but there's a sense of like, again, a mirror of relationships coming up to show you old karmic lessons you haven't worked through. So really tapping into the spiritual realm the things unseen, hidden information, things you haven't seen about yourself, let it all come up and be exposed at this time, Scorpio Risings. I know you're already loving that because you're like, oh, let's go into the hidden and unseen, right? Sagittarius Risings, you're diving into your 11th house. So this is your work in the world. This is your hopes and your visions and your dreams and your collective vision for liberating the community, the the humanity of us. So you're tapping into your collective vision as like, how are you going to help the world do what you're going to help the world do, right? More harmonious relationships, community, connection. Um, It's really tapping into creating peace and love and harmony and justice on a global scale. So you're going to see your visions right now. You're going to see the wound of your vision, how you fear being able to show up to do that work in this world. Uh, What holds you back? What makes you not move forward, right? What makes you feel afraid of standing in your sovereign and courageous self on a global scale, right? What holds you back from those macro visions within your self, right? What part of your identity isn't ready to step out into the outer landscape of your community? And where are you being called out to do that work? It's a big one. Capricorn Risings, you've got the 10th house. So you're looking at your work. You're looking at your work in the world, your status, your success, what makes you successful. Um, Is there anything that holds you back from taking that success you know, by the horns and just going for it. What part of yourself is isolated, is hiding? Um, What part of the inner identity wound is holding you back from making the world a more harmonious place? 
people are going to show you your work right now. People are going to show you your, your job and what success means to you. What is important about success? What is your legacy and how does it involve other people, right? They're going to be your teachers in your career, your what I would call personal legacy. It doesn't even need to be career, but your personal legacy here on this earth that makes you, you know, that leaves that status. When you when you pass on and go into the ether, all oh, those people say about you, this is what you're focused on right now, your personal legacy, what you're going to leave behind. Okay. And my Aquarius risings, we've got you focused in your ninth house, which means you are focused on philosophy. You are focused on your belief systems right now, how people influence your thoughts, your beliefs, how hyper-focused you may be on justice, on balance, on creating peace through the collective consciousness. Okay. This is you tapping into radically shifting belief systems through the people in your world and how they are mirrors for shifting your belief system, how they are mirrors and teachers for your philosophy of life for expanding your consciousness. Everyone in your life is an expander for you. And so they help you dive into your, your vision and your beliefs and how you need to change them, your rigid belief systems, your dogmatic thinking, all those things are going to expose that. And you have to tap into where's that wound of identity? Where is that self-wounding that needs to be healed within your belief systems? And any righteousness coming up, right? Any sense of them being righteous, it's a mirror. Or am I righteous, right? Am I dogmatic? Am I too firm in my belief systems? Can I see that things are not necessarily black and white? This is what you're tapping into, ninth house Aquarius, this big, big energy, okay? And lastly, my Pisces risings, you are diving into your eighth house. So you're going into the shadow, you're going into the underworld you are going into the depths to uncover hidden information around your intimate bonds, your sexuality, your power struggles, your hidden shadows where you may feel powerless in partnership, in the relationships you share with other people, money stuff could come up. Um, sharing, merging, sexuality, your fears could rise to the surface. Your fears of being in partnership could rise to the surface or fears you have in your partnerships could rise to the surface. And this is going to be a time where you've got to dive into the shadows and see what do I fear around partnership? What are, you know, the losses, the the deep wells of pain and wounding that I experience between who I am and my sacred identity and who I'm discovering within myself and how I see a mirror within the people in my life. life. They, they call a mirror into me, right? Pisces rising, you are seeing yourself reflected in the depths of the people in your life right now. So are you paying attention? Okay, 
So that is what you're discovering through, you know, your rising sign, the sacred work you're doing through this moon and to layer on, and we'll go into this closer to the time. I'm going to do a whole masterclass that you guys will be invited into on the nodal shift. This is just like a little taste of the nodal shift we're going to be moving through for the next two years. Like I said, I'm going to do a whole masterclass on that because I do one for every nodal shift. It is so potent right now. You've got these massive changes and I want you guys to remember, I mean, do whatever you want. It's your life and your energy and you're going to align with what you align with. And you're going to know like, yes, I want to do this. Yes. I don't want to do this. When I'm moving into these eclipse portals, I don't, you know, work with cord cutting. I don't set intentions. I don't do any of these things personally because it is a wild card. I first learned this from an amazing astrologer, Danielle Page, and it has just been very true in my life of watching the lack of control we have in these moments with this wild card season. And so I've dived deeper into the eclipses of like, just let them be watch what happens, watch where you are invited into surrender and release, and then watch where you are invited into new portals, new openings, all the while, while Mercury is, you know, preparing to station retrograde, inviting you inward. And this moon is just the preface. It's just the first moment of like, okay, let's know that our teachers and mirrors are the people in our lives and then let's figure out the self while we go through these portals of fate it's going to be a bit of a ride through april i'm not gonna lie when i looked at the astrology i immediately wasn't like oh this is gonna be a nice calm month i was instantly like this is gonna be a ride it's gonna be a bit of a roller coaster take care of your vessel have fun, bring joy into your life. When it gets heavy, rest, reset your nervous system, use your tools to reset your nervous system. I'm going to be dropping a podcast next week on how to do all these things to keep yourself sane in this crazy ass world. So stay tuned. If you love this video, make sure you have liked and subscribed so that you can get that next video right away next week. And if you guys love this, like I want to know where are you being activated when you go through those, you know, what is your rising sign and is it interrelated to the experience you are going through? Because remember with the moon, the energy builds, right? Especially with the eclipses, the energy builds. So we're going to pay attention to this and tap in what is coming up for you. All right. So I'm sending you so much love. Again, please like and subscribe so I can keep doing the sacred work for you guys. Have the best day.